I agree. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Nia's favorite. Something I am so proud of that came out of the, the world of Star Wars and their lackluster movies was the fact, put your fucking hands down, was the fact that Rogue One was an amazing surprise and hit. And this leads us to Andor. Andor gives us, I guess, the best view of how the rebellion first gets started. Um, Disney dropped three episodes for us covering uh, the livelihood of Cassian and where he came from growing up in. Put your finger down. Uh, so my, you Star Trek fan, you put your f- fucking finger down. So I, did, I, I love the fact that I love the fact that, you know, we got a bit of a history going back and forth in every every single one of these episodes of where Cassian came from, his planet and what it might what might have happened to it how key members of the rebellion get started, who initializes it, and just the fact that it's shot with such a great spy camera. Like, every episode doesn't have a lot of action in it, but the anticipation of the thrill is there, and you're like, man, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? So what did you guys think of the first three episodes? To me, it was great. Rudy, I'm going to go to you first. Well, Roly, go ahead. You were you were so excited. No, I was going to say, I Zai's last. We were here Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> first off, the the actor who plays Andor, uh, Diego Luna, a big fan ever since uh, Amor Esperos y también. Like he he he's very recognized in the Hispanic community as a very good actor. So um, seeing that there. Awesome, right? And then the opening sequence kind of reminded me of Blade Runner. It was raining. Yes. It was dark. Yes. It was like, oh, Huge. wow. Very cool, you know, callback to, to that movie because you, you felt that vibe. And then uh, you mentioned, like, uh, it gave you, like, that Jason Bourne vibe. Like, right away, he was already taking care of business. And it was, like, great way to start the show. Like, you know, and coming in without knowing anything about what, what's going on, it got it got me hooked and got me interested in following through and finishing that episode. And yeah, I got you know I have a lot to say, but I'll start with this first thing. B two emo bro, love that <laughs> dude. And if you guys didn't catch it, you know how like the the intro of Star Wars. You know Marvel has the superheroes and Star Wars has the shiny masks. Yeah, I don't know if you caught that B two was on there, and this is like the first immediately time we see. Yeah, right, right, right from the bat, and you're like, "What?" And this is the first time we see this robot. We've seen this droid three times, three three episodes, and he's already gonna be an icon for years to come, bro. Uh, such a such a cool android. And number two, you know, before I turn it over, is. That I really love. I agree with what you guys said, but I don't think we've had a Star Wars show that specifically tell you the time frame, right? Because I think it said BBY. Uh, I was going to say that that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So the battle of so in Star Wars, you know, we go by the Battle of Yavin, and this specifically said like BBY five, right? Like so five years before that battle, which puts us in a in a in a specific timeline where we don't even have to like Mm -hmm. go go find out right which is great and then we kind of jump back into the past of of his origins right and man and 
And just the fact that they can jump back and forth, back and forth within the same scenes is fucking amazing. Drop mic. Go ahead, big guy. For a non-Star Wars fan here. <laughs> First of all, there's not an origin story for the whole rebellion, it seemed like. Just it for is. how Andor got introduced into the rebellion. Come no. on. The the no, third no, no. episode, he's like to him, How would you like to draw, to be fight for something bigger than yourself? Fight for fight for the for everyone. Fight for your friends, fight for your family, blah, blah, blah. Right, but nothing's been set up yet. Nothing's been... Right now, it's a resistance. It's not even the rebellion yet. The key players in the rebellion have not even... We haven't even seen them yet. So all we know is... How do you know, a, the, do you know that? We're because only I know, one, because I know who the key here. members are. Because I know who the key members are. It's something that people that watch Star Wars religiously know who the key members are, Mr. Star Trek. So what it is is actually the key members, <laughs> you go with Mon Mothma, you go to Bail Organa, and Princess Leia. Top three. Now we finally get introduced on who the, the puppeteer or the, who, the, who the, the behind-the-scenes guy is, uh, Luthen Rael, played by uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Dr. Uh, what's his name from uh, X-Men? From Thor. What's his name next? From Thor. I mean, it went Thor. What's his name in Thor again? Uh, Dr. Selvik. Dr. Selvik. Selvik. Yeah. So, like, you, right now, like, I'm, there's not been a show I've been more excited about other than Obi-Wan than this one because of how good I, I thought Rogue One was. And from what I've realized is that going back to what Rudy said, the fact that they used BBY, that's never been done other than from fans. Other, only fans talk about BBY or ABY. So before uh, Battle of Yavin or after Battle of Yavin. And Battle of Yavin, just so people, own, uh, people understand who are watching this, is episode four, New Hope. Mm -hmm. So with Rogue One leading straight into New Hope at the end, you know, they are just literally attached at the hip. What, what Disney has announced with Andor is the fact that we're going to get two seasons of this, 12 episodes, so more than we would get with any Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan. Usually they're always eight. So we're getting 12 episodes of this for two seasons, and the second season is going to go roll into right into Rogue One. Exactly. Oh, they already announced it's two seasons? Yeah. They've already, they've, already re they've already renewed it even before it came out. So it's going to be two seasons, 12 episodes, leading straight into Rogue One. All right. Well... I mean, it, I, I'll give you this. Rogue One was pretty good. I, I, you guys saw I was watching it while we were having our meeting last night. So I was, I was refreshing my memory because I did like it back then. I remember that. But it's been so long. I only saw it one time when it first came out. And I think Roly dragged me to the theater to see that one. Or someone did. I don't know. I was, oh, fine. Good job, Roly. Good job, Roly. Go see it. But anyway, I liked it. It was good. And I liked how it, it, it like you were saying, it it was basically like the prequel to uh, number four, uh, A New Hope. So I liked that too. And I liked how Rogue One was a prequel to the prequel. <laughs> but right. anyway. Um, what are some of, what are the, some of the takeaways you guys got from these episodes? What like really stood out for you guys, whether it would be a key element, a key character? Rolly, I'm going to start with you. What did you see in episode one that really kind of like 
stood out for you? Well, I again, I'm not that much uh, familiar with the whole Star Wars thing, um, but I like the how there wasn't any boring moments. Like, it just kept you interested. And you want to finish. You want to keep on seeing what's going to happen because to that point, you don't really know. Well, from what I was looking at, like what's really going on? What happened exactly? And why is he running? Why is he all shady? Like it looked like a like a you know like a spy movie type of deal like he's running away from the officials and stuff so it, it had a little bit of everything and that's what i liked about it as i shake his head sorry sorry to disappoint so, you so what did you t- what, what was your biggest takeaway from the three episodes like i mean other than the fact that we know it's a spy thriller anything that stood out for you you know i like your point of view only because i mean no joking aside anymore um you're not the biggest fan of Star Wars, so like, what kind of stood out for you that made you like, huh? That's interesting. I I liked more the present time than the past time. Past uh, yeah. when he was a child, when his childhood, I thought that could have been done right away, like uh, in the first episode, gotten re- done with that. But they kept going back to that well, which was very, I don't know, it was kind of stupid to me. You know, it was like they're just showing him in a group of a circle with some kids. And then the next time mm-hmm. you see it, they you see them walking through the woods, doing nothing. And then the next time you see him, he's standing in front of like a, a big like uh like Grand Canyon esque whatever mining facility or whatever. And it's like little peeks into his childhood that okay eventually pays off, but mm-hmm. none of that really we needed to know until they met that first like dying soldier or and. And then his future adoptive mother, and then sorry to spoil Roly, but you know, I mean, they could have basically started it crashing, and then them like seeing that soldier. Basically, that's all we really needed. But they added two episodes worth of backstory for no reason. They just wanted it was fluffer, you know. Uh, I'll let Rudy ch- chime in on this one because I feel like he has yeah. a lot to rebut about. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just you know. Get a catch as Calm down. I'm gonna throw Calm a down. ball at you, but um, it, I think at, at plain sight, it may have looked like um, it was just some kids with like raggedy clothes or whatever. But there is something behind that, and I'll 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 start by saying that this is the first time also within the Star Wars series that we don't get subtitles. These kids were speaking in yes. their native tongue, and no subtitles. Which, However, by the way, they created a real language for. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but and how's that you know, positive? How's that a positive? Because I mean, that just speaks of the writing. Because we didn't need to understand what the fuck they were saying to understand what was happening. You know, and and I think that's one thing. And in episode two, they see them going towards the ship that's that's you know falling or whatever, and they, we see the pits. And I think there's a a, a deeper. Uh, meaning of the pits right and i think what it tells us is that they're abandoned you know i think that you know and we confirm later in episode two right that these miners that were mining the pits are no longer there and they probably which died. most likely were her parents right which most likely are these kids parents in some tragic way and then these kids have had to like raised on their own, like be raised on their own and and alone, right? Um, well, that's an oxymoron because they're together, but you know what I mean. And 
you know, very, you know what it was? It was very Lord of the Flies. Yes, and that's why they're wearing different clothes or whatever, because of course, you know, they just kind of survive with whatever they have, and you know, they're curious. They're like, okay, what, what's up with this ship? And unfortunately, right, these one of these bastards like kills one of the kids or whatever. But I think that's important to the backstory because at the end of the day, you know, he's looking for his sister. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's that's what's important to go kind of back and forth to like know where he's coming from, because right now, as far as we understand it, he's just a thug. Right. Or, or like, a, you know, not not a villain, but he's just a thug, like trying to do whatever it takes to survive. Right. Uh, I mean, episode one, he straight up like kills the, the, the cop. Right. Like no mercy. And I think we're going to see the evolution of Cassian, you know, throughout these two seasons up to you know like james said row one well first I of think all the... can i say i don't think that he was in the he was in the they were in the wrong in that situation i think he was in the right he was basically defending himself against some corrupt security officers from a company town or whatever which is basically like a part of the republic or whatever the the, the well the, people. the the thing is like with the imperial troops Remember, like this is this is a world where in the inner inner circle or inner inner universe, I should say, is very uh, controlled by the Imperial Army. It's this outer rim that's controlled by these like companies. Let's say this company here that's a security company that wants to be eager and move into the ranks of being part of the Imperial Army. So these guys are like consider them like Nazis. So everyone's trying to get in good with Hitler. These guys are just the outside brown coats trying to be like, okay, I, we can do a great job too. I'm going to prove myself. That's why you get this guy that's like very tight suited. Everything's fitted. Even his own uh, boss is like, did you mess with your suit? He's like, yeah, I got it more tailored. And I'm like, okay, this guy's like your typical like Nazi like um, Aryan nation type of type of person. So like that, that's the vibe I got from them. Yeah, and not to and and just to rebuttal, right? Like I don't think when he killed the the that cop or whatever, like I don't think is that he was in the wrong. I agree, like he needed to defend himself, but it's not typical of Star Wars. Like you wouldn't see a Han Solo doing that, or a Luke, or Obi Wan, or whatever, or like the main protagonist, shot first. like doing um, right. Like, Han like, Solo shot first, buddy. Han Solo shot first. When? Remember. New Hope. That's like the biggest argument in Star Bro, Wars on who shot like first. After yeah, yeah. Edit, edit. He was like, oops. Yeah, but not like, you know, guy on his knees, you know, 20, you know, inches away, you know. Uh, Basically trying to talk him into going to the police and turning himself in for you know, something he knows they'll kill him for. So I think that brings the shock value of like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, that was within the first five minutes. You know, yeah, and I, you're think like, fact, I think shit. I think the first death was obviously accidental. You know, he was just yeah. defending himself. But that second one, that is cutthroat in your face. Like, fuck this. I'm not going down for anybody. You're going you're dead, buddy. You can't create any story or background that I'm going to agree with because I know your ass is a rat and I'm going to fucking just kill you right there. Yes, because that guy was like, either you can die uh, later or I can just kill you now and get away with it. He's like, I can die later, or you can die now. That's the choice I have right now. I'd rather kill him now and and live. And I, agree you know, some of the thing, 
some of the things that I found in this is that we got to we got introduced to three three planets we've never heard of before. So we got to, we got introduced to Morona, uh, Canari, and Ferrix. Ferrix is where they're at now. You know the present time. Uh, it's an iron mining town. Uh, you can tell from all the banging on metals. You got the guy in the tower banging on a metal, which, by the way, I think that's um, the same metal used in Mandalorian. Vescar. Uh, Vescar steel. Because remember in Mandalorian when he was holding up the Vescar bar, it had swirl marks on it? Well, this one's got the same fucking swirl marks all over it. So I think it might be Vescar. Uh, but that's that's what I took away from that, and I and I mean honestly, like the cast and who they who they brought in for this, I loved every single person. Like uh, they fit their role perfectly. <laughs> Even uh, what's his name, Sergeant Kostek, who, if you guys don't remember, Sergeant Kostek is that is the chubbier guy that's working with um, the Nazi wannabe or the Imperial wannabe. Who is like stalking up his ego? Yes, you're right. right. He, so you should, he is you be doing this. the ultimate kiss ass. Do you, do you guys remember where that guy's from? I already no. talked to Rudy about this. He no. he's in a very famous movie that some of us actually liked. Roly, you got any clue who that's who that guy is? I don't think Roly no. has seen okay. him yet. I don't think he was in episode one. No, but who is, who is it? So Sergeant Kozak is the same guy that played the commissioner in Robert Pattinson's Batman. Oh my god! Oh. Like, the only difference is he had a he has a full on right. He looks so different. I'm like, and I'm looking at this guy, no. and I'm like, and you're not looking. You then you look at his Shaft. IMDb, and you're you like, holy shit! You yeah, remember him in Shaft? He's in Shaft, bro. What Shaft? You... With Samuel Jackson? Yes. The what did he play in Shaft? Uh, the original. He was a Puerto Rican. No. No. That's not him. Of, what? That's that's not him. The Batman, that's... right? You're talking about the Batman commissioner. No, dude. No, the, the, the he's not Commissioner Gordon. This year, the, the, from this year, bro. Wait, wait, no. Yeah, listen, from not, Robert not, not not. I know Commissioner Gordon isn't Commissioner Gordon yet in Robert Pattinson's Batman. Okay, but he, that's the guy I'm mi- talking about. Who you're talking about? Right, right, not him. So the actual commissioner, he is in the church scene, you know, oh, with okay, the beard. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, the white guy, not the black guy. I think the the first <laughs> okay. scene where we see him in there is where um, the commissioner has him in the murder scene, and then he walks yes. in. He's like, "What the fuck are you, is he doing here? Like, get him out of here, yes. or whatever." Yes, that's him. exactly. Yes, and like I was like, "Holy shit, this casting is amazing!" And you know, you got Bix. She is so hot. What's her What's her name yeah. again? Arjona. Adria. Adria. Adria Arjona. So yeah, oh Miss Arjona, and she's uh she's the daughter of a very very famous Guatemalan singer that I don't like. Oh, so if you go. come across me and tell me and ask me where I'm from, and when I say Guatemala, you said, oh, so you like Arjona? No, I don't like his music. I like his daughter. Period. Oh, that's Ricardo's daughter. Yes, I like how you say Ricardo like he's your best friend. Oh, family member. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, everybody well, knows. BFS, bro. <laughs> so yeah like going into these episodes i mean you there there was a lot going on i mean so one thing i i, I did like was like really questioning is how did luth and real know cassian's history 
when they were in the uh, the warehouse and he's about to make the trade and you know the exchange for money. And he's like, yeah, Cassian, like they're gonna. What are they gonna do? Hang me uh, uh, in the town square like they did your father? Like, how the hell did he know that? Like that. That's like stuff that I got like really intrigued about. Now, is that something he knew from? He worked with his dad, or is something that maybe um, Bix said something to him because she knows him so well. So, like, I'm trying to see how much of a role Bix is going to play in future episodes. So, I don't know if you noticed, but so my theory is, and of course, you know, this is just a theory, is that there was um, a character with um, uh, Marva when they rescue him as a little boy. He was a, a yes. black guy that, and he's not in the future, right? So I'm thinking that he's going to be the connection with with Luthen, you know, um as to like like hey, like go test this guy cuz he's a badass or whatever, right? So I think I think we're going to see a connection there. Again, just a theory, no real background only because the guy wasn't there. Right. And like my biggest my biggest wonder is are we going to see Princess Leia? Because She's coming into her own. She's going to be taking over soon for her father, uh, as the, as the leader of of um, Alderaan. So Alderaan is going to be is going to be a huge planet in this, because if they're going to have Luthen Riel introduce us to Mon Mothma, then you know Bail Organa is going to get involved. Mm-hmm. And are we going to see a teenage Princess Leia in this? And who the hell is going to play Princess Leia? Yeah, I think so. I was thinking even Luke. Um, you know, I thinking, you know, just kind of like how he was in Obi-Wan, like not playing a big role, but I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to drop these like little things. I think Princess Leia may have definitely a bigger role. Um, but I, I don't I, think we're going to see Luke. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, he's alive, you know, like he's alive. Like why not, why not drop it in there? You know, and I know that he's in Tatooine, uh, mining his own business, farming sheep. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, um, <laughs> But uh, but it, it is a possibility, right? Uh, I, although I think you're right. Like Princess Leia is like the more political um, mm-hmm. and more involved in what is the rebellion. So I think you're right. And yeah, it's a it's a question of of who's that gonna be, or will she be another daredevil? I don't know. Just uh, to clarify, it's gonna be two twelve episode seasons, right? So it's twenty four total. Okay. Yeah. Because I just saw so, yeah. that online. That's awesome. So we're gonna be we're gonna be getting this. I, I'm just happy that because you know with most of these shows and episodes they don't really intertwine directly, and it seems like with Rogue One it's literally attaching itself to the previous. So Rogue with the movie Rogue One it attached itself to A New Hope like right to the very end. That scene with Darth Vader in the dark probably one of my favorite scenes I've ever seen in Star Wars. Him just complete darkness and all you see is a red lightsaber go off and i'm like someone's gonna die and then everyone died so i have a, I an anecdote love... about that and i don't yeah. know if i shared it with you guys already but for sure not on the podcast so I'll, I'll share it um but back when rogue one came out and i don't know if you guys remember the year but it was you know what has to be like six years ago or something right um mm-hmm. you know b- before disney plus or whatever you know, I, I couldn't get access to the movie, and somebody kind of gave me a bootleg version. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like watching bootleg, but it's it's Rogue One, it's Star Wars. Let me watch it. 
So I yeah. watched the whole thing. I thought it was awesome. And I kept hearing people, but you know, I watched it because people kept saying like, man, what a movie, the ending, the ending. And then I was like, what the hell, man? Like, you know, uh, yeah. I didn't think the ending was so great, you know, cause it, it just ended, you know, with him, you know, and like on the beach, you know, like looking at the horizon or whatever. That's how what? the fucking bootleg movie ended, bro. It was not till recently oh. that I, I resaw <laughs> it in Disney plus and I saw Darth oh, Vader God. and the whole that I had no, I was in the dark, bro. And everybody, yeah, everybody kept telling me like, Oh my God, that scene. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Till I was able to watch it, you know, maybe like three years ago, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" And the big Star Wars fan that I am, I'm like, uh, you know, yeah, it was a, a pretty stupid ass moment. But I mean, let's let's be honest. That scene was the first time you saw Darth Vader in prime Darth Vader. Yeah, like he was, he everyone was a was a rag doll to him. And like, yeah, okay, you're dead. Okay, you're dead. And then uh, bullets, bing, 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 bing. Mm-hmm. Nothing could touch him. I mean, he was he was ruthless, and I I love ruthless Darth Vader. Who doesn't? So we could say that was the last time Rudy saw a bootleg movie. That's <laughs> so I don't condone it. You know, I was desperate, and that's that's what happened to me. <laughs> Karma. I, I I just saw the ending Nev- of, of like Cassian and and what was her name? Like just chilling on the beach. Like oh, I'm like oh, okay, what a what a nice love story. <laughs> How about the fact that they did a they did a call out to Wabani is where Jane Orso or Jin Orso, who is part of Rogue One, um, that's where she's being held in prison. Mm. So they, they mentioned Wabani and and what's funny about I guess someone had mentioned that Wabani is an anecdote for Obi Wan. So they just switched oh, yeah. the letters around. Yeah, and yeah, made yeah. A, pr- a prison planet called Wobani. I'm funny. like, you just couldn't think of anything else, other name, so you just fuck with Obi-Wan's name? It's like, I'm like, come on, people. They just did that so that uh, four losers can talk about it on a podcast. Uh, Rudy, just the FYI, I, I, the last bootleg I saw online was Everything Everywhere Always. Or what's that called? Oh, what's that movie everything called? Everywhere All at Once. There you go, that one. I just saw that, like, I was gonna go see it in the theater, but I was like, "Eh, why? Why you know, waste the money?" It was COVID. It's okay. Nobody great, was going yeah. to the theater. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. You know, the the only thing I want to end this with is the fact that you know this guy was trying to sell um, that device, the Star Pack unit, whatever it was called, to help uh, find every uh, Imperial uh, ship out there, mm-hmm. and he was gonna sell for a lot of money. In one of the ending flashback scenes in Episode Three. There's a there's what looks like a kyber crystal hanging from the rearview mirror of the ship. So you know how like in um, in with Han Solo he has the dice hanging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something that looks like a kyber crystal. No way. Just chilling that. there. It, well, it looked. I mean, it looked. It's a crystal. Now, is it a kyber crystal? I don't know. Well, if they have a kyber crystal, that thing's worth more than anything on the face of the planet. So if you want to make money, grab that fucking crystal, schmuck. <laughs> I mean, dude had money, bro. Um, he was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an extra thousand. He's like, credits, "What's up? You know? what? Bam! What do you yeah. need?" <laughs> he, he was Donald Trump in it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump mentioned on our podcast. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, so I mean, let's wait and see what happens next. Um, I, this these three episodes seems like one like story. Like the episode one was the beginning, episode two was the middle, episode three was the end. 
and then it would continue on to the rest of the season. Did you so, just say episode I mean, one was the beginning, no, no, no. episode two was the middle, and three was the end? <laughs> of, of this story, of this, like... This story. is why he gets paid the big bucks here on Side Geeks, ladies and gentlemen. He yes. knows where the beginning, middle, and end is. <laughs> but I mean, no, this story, the whole beginning was in episode one, the whole middle was episode two, and the whole end was three. You see, uh, it's like one episode, one long episode, yeah. put into three parts. I hate the so, fact that we're going to be stuck to one episode now at a, a week. I, I, we got really spoiled with three at one time, and now we have to wait for one a week. And they're going to be like, uh, they're going to be at least 40 to 45 minutes long. No end credit scenes with, with Star Wars, so nobody wait around for those. Um, but yeah, I mean, intriguing where it's going to go. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I can't, I can't get enough, you know? So I, I hope, uh, when I, it's coming out on Wednesdays, right? Yeah. Every Wednesdays, uh, for the next until, nine weeks until, <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving, basically right before Thanksgiving. And on that note, I wonder if, um, Donald Trump has any Valerian history because of his hair, his orange, white, whatever hair, it's Cheeto colored hair, and I'm wondering we'll ever see him riding a dragon, uh, spitting fire of all, on all the leftists. Uh, well, but... he's Valerian. He wouldn't ride a dragon. Targaryens no, no. ride dragons. No, Valerians ride dragons, bro. And we're... no, Valerians kill ghost people. Go win... White Walkers. What? They have we... to steal. Man, we... let's just get into House of Dragon because uh, apparently James missed a couple of <laughs> several Valerians riding dragons on this episode, and we got a new dragon. So let's start talking about the House of Dragon episode five. We light the way, man. Um. A lot of things happen in this episode, um, so let me talk about it before all the haters start, you know, throwing dirt at it, but I feel like a lot of things happened, I mean, from the beginning, and I'll just do a, a, a quick recap. You know what? No, let's do it by parts so that we can uh, kind of opine on, on the several parts of the episode, but, you know, we finally confirm uh, what we were talking about, about Damon not being able to get it up. We see um, kind of like first scene, Rhea Royce, his wife, kind of confirming, uh, dude, you know, like, did you finally come to consummate this marriage, right? And then kind of like edges him on. And, uh, and I think, and I quote, even as she's laying down crippled and he's walking away, she says, and I know you couldn't finish. So, of course, he's going to come back and hit her with a rock although we don't see that death um but what do you guys thought about that i think that um you know obviously it confirms the theories that we had from episode uh seven of side geeks uh first of all, let me say something first sorry for my language but continue really no um going back to that scene right um she dies and it's off screen. Mm-hmm. How many times have we seen very violent things on the show? And I remember hearing something about how um, they're not trying to show any violence towards women and in this uh, House of the Dragon. So I know there's always those theories that, oh, you know, she, she got killed off screen and blah, blah, blah. But you think that has to do a lot with that um, now that they don't want to show women being tortured or anything on the show? So. 
another thing that's the downfall of society, this PC bullshit. I mean, Game of Thrones, people were killing each other left and right. Man, woman, child. But, I, oh, now we're too sensitive. We can't see a guy killing his wife. Oh, no. It's, it's drama. It's not real life. Real life, yes, that's horrible. That's tragic. But it's it's a TV show. It's a movie. Whatever. Let it happen. I think the biggest uh, aspect I mean, of it is... It did happen. I think the biggest aspect... I, it? Well, the, the irony of it that I see is the fact that they won't show killing, but they'll show orgies and incestual sex and a lot of violent raping. That's okay. That's Welcome fine. to American television. Yeah, all the, all the, television. All the degrading of women throughout the episodes, but they won't show so, that. But I think that somebody just said that just because. Yeah. You know, just because. Just say, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's. We, I don't I mean, think there's anything behind it. I just think that the, the lack of showing it leaves our mind to wonder how graphic it could be. I think that's what they but, did on that one. Yeah, but watch what happens later on. And they do show somebody else. I get it. I get it. But, like, I mean, it's you know, you're not going to have. There? Well, the thing is, okay, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. I think uh, you're looking at it, oh, we're not beating on women. No, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think we can't have graphic scene after graphic scene after graphic scene after graphic scene with, the, with, the, with Game of Thrones. We didn't get it with Game of Thrones. We had, like, maybe one big graphic scene at the end. And, or, and then, like, here and there they'd have like little beatings and they wouldn't even show everything too it was the same thing so like i think that the aspect that we're trying to take that they're not trying to beat women is doesn't make any sense because if you're trying to um demoralize women or make them seem small or insignificant you're not going to sit there and show some of the raunchiest sex scenes on hbo right now so I mean, it doesn't make any sense to not show one end, but they'll show the other end. It, it, it's either all or nothing. If you're if you're not going to degrade women, don't show the sex part either. So I don't think it, I think they're just leaving us to our because like okay, let's be honest. When in the previous episode when they were at war and he killed the crab king or whatever his name is, we didn't see him kill him. They just dragged That's his body true. out. We, I mean, so like, there's a lot of stuff we haven't seen. All we saw was half a body with intense intestines hanging out. And funny in this episode that we got to see the Crab King's mask sitting on the the Valerian King's uh, mantle. Yeah, and I so think that there's, was a, there's a deeper meaning to that because in the book, um, Rhea Royce falls off her horse and hits her head on a rock. So it wasn't necessarily Damon that killed her in the book. So I think that the writer just kind of put that in the show uh, just to make Damon a, a, a badass. But we saw a horse crush her body, right? Like just yeah. because we didn't see the final blow, um, you know, doesn't mean that we didn't see a fucking ton crush her body, right? So, um, so I, you know, I, I, I just think like James was saying, I, I, maybe somebody just said that to throw some some hate to the show or or maybe not or whatever or get a reaction but um but i agree yeah they they, they can mean, really degrade women in other ways again in the behind the scenes of this episode like right after the whole episode they show that uh the showrunner which thank god 
they fired him or something or he's gone. Because seriously, I think it's this guy who, I don't know, whatever. He's gone. Thank you. But uh, he's like, yeah, in the book, they show really, her getting really offended you, huh? the horse. I, I really think he's killing the show. I'm sorry you guys love it. You guys are defending it or whatever. But I think he did basically a piss poor job of a prequel to Game of Thrones. But And he he's giving you guys Easter eggs, which is great. But he's not doing a great job with like storytelling, as as great as they did on uh, the I don't know first five seasons of uh, Game of Thrones, five six seasons. But in any case, in the behind the scenes footage that showrunner is talking about, how in the book, yeah, the the horse uh, kicks her and crushes her and everything. He's like, I didn't like that, so I thought I'd do it my way and I'd have Damon come show up and blah 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 blah. And I thought it would be more graphic and more satisfying that way. He put it in there himself specifically, but then he didn't want to show it. So you can Why is he trying to have it both ways? Have it, the, him in the scene killing her, but not have him in the scene killing her. Well, I, th- I think in the book, you know, you know, I haven't read the book. So in the book, from and Rudy, correct me if I'm wrong. All we know is that the horse kicks and falls on top of her, and she hits her head on a rock. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dies That's nine not, days later. But yeah. I mean, that thing is like, it. it all he all no, that was, was uh, the the person who died later was um sorry uh Joffrey the the boyfriend Sir Sir Leonard's boyfriend. He doesn't die immediately. Are you sure? Yes. I thought it was her that falls off the horse and she doesn't die, but she's still alive for nine days and then she dies. She well, die anyways, right any, anyways, anyways, what I'm trying to get at is, I think it was more of a creative aspect this director took to make uh the prince seem more evil than we already think he is so it just shows on how far he'll go because the scene shouldn't have involved the prince to begin with if they're going by the book so they just added this part to show how fucked up this guy is and he'll do he'll stop at nothing to get what he really wants Mm -hmm. so if he wants the throne he's got to marry his niece, and to marry his niece, he's got to first get divorced. Easy way to get divorced: kill the wife. Yeah, marry or kill her. Uh, but I think that's that's something you said um, something very important there about this guy, and they're keeping it very mysterious because if you notice throughout that sequence, he doesn't say a word. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just her talking and her talking, and he's just he's just there looking. So we really don't, and he does that at the end of episode three too, where he's just like fucking going on a murder spree or whatever. But like he, we don't know what he's thinking. You know, like he can be a fucking psychopath, or we there could be a lot more background that we don't know. But no question, this dude doesn't give a fucking is a badass, and he we can we they're showing us that he'll do whatever it takes. Or whoever gets in his right. way. Um, One thing I want to add. You said something about Valerians being able to ride dragons. That dragon wasn't his from the war scene. That was the prince's dragon that he just trained. That he that, that I'm assuming the prince infor- like told the dragon, it's okay for him to ride you. It's not his dragon. He doesn't have his own. Only Targaryens have dragons. No, dude. Look, look it up. Valerians in that time had about or owned about fifty percent of the dragons in existence. And in the notice- books, maybe, but not in the show. In the show, it's only Targaryens, and even the king said that 
Targaryen. No, the king said Sam. that with our two houses, we're going to have more dragons than anybody. He even says that. Okay. I don't mind being wrong. There is um there is a scene, and unfortunately, I didn't take the, the note, but we're introduced to a new dragon. They even named her, and I forgot the name of the character, but you know the little 12-year-old girl a couple episodes ago that now uh, Damon is like, hey, girl, you know, and the, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she, they show her riding her dragon. It was like a red dragon. It was the first time we see that dude, and it has mm. a, a specific name. I'll Google it up right now, but... Um, but they do own dragons as as of right now. Okay. I think in Game of Thrones, of course, you know nothing. But but in this part, okay. Um, well, I mean, I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of Valerian people in Game yeah, of Thrones. No, no, no. no. Uh, they talked about them, right? But right. Uh, but or the relics of the swords and stuff. Exactly. So you know, and moving along, right? So we see uh, a glimpse of Lionel Strong, you know, being the new hand of the king. And I think immediately after that, we see Otto, right, leaving the the castle, uh, but not before kind of grabbing his daughter and telling her, "Dude, you know, like don't fuck up because these motherfuckers are about to kill your kids um, because they're not gonna give up that throne. So you better watch out." Which puts, you know, plants the seed in her, right? Um, and we've kind of been seeing the, the evolution of, of the queen um, kind of like not trusting these people anymore, right? Especially Rhaenyra, uh, which we jump to that scene where she's trying to get Sir Christor, right? Or uh, what is, what's his name? Sir Kristen. Kristen. Sir Kristen. Yeah. Trying to get him, right? And it's like typical uh, sitcom, you know, switcheroo, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, so tell me what you know. Like I know something, but you tell yeah. me. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I fuck Rhaenyra." And she's like, "What?" You know. Here's the part that 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 scene. I don't get why the queen was still mad. Like my 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 thought of it was, I thought she was mad that she found out in the beginning, or she thought that she slept with her uncle. Right. Come to find out, she finds out the truth that it wasn't her uncle. She uh, porked her security guard <laughs> yeah and so what was the big big deal in that? i think that, she's that mad she had to be a virgin she's mad she... because rainera swore to her that she was still a virgin right and that she said like i wouldn't do that like you can trust me or whatever and then come to find out that okay she drank the tea and that's what she was confronting confronting sir Kristen about right and then he confesses that they did the deed right so i think right there to her is like oh my god like she did lie to me in the end right like why not only she just... that i it's because also that she got her dad fired that could be another thing too that he deserved wait yeah. she got her dad fired just be, well, why because because she, she believed her i don't i don't I think, I think the no, dad was going to get fired regardless. Rhaenyra got him fired. Right, right. But I mean, I think Rhaenyra got her fired. Got not, not, not the queen. The not the queen. Didn't. The princess. Oh, no, the, yeah, the princess. That's why the the queen was mad. Wait, isn't that what we're talking about? Why the queen is still mad? The, the I think mad. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go down as the queen. This is gonna be the queen's biggest overreaction, and it's gonna cause a lot of people to lose their lives. <laughs> yeah but in a way i mean you i think you're kind of right because w by believing rhaenyra right um she kind of tells the king I, and i don't remember you know like I, i'm paraphrasing here but just kind of 
says, you know, like, I believe her, right? Meaning, don't believe my dad type thing. Just kind of, like, solidify that and then come to find out, oh, this bitch did lie, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so she probably could have played a bigger role in supporting her dad and saying, hey, you know, she, she, she is lying. Uh, I think the dad was going anyway. It doesn't matter if the queen supported him or not. He was gone. So maybe I she mean, feels guilty for her little her little piece in his firing, but I, I think he was gone in any case. Doesn't matter. The hand should be happy he didn't lose his li his life because if it was uh, you know Stark, poor guy lost his life in the first season. <laughs> Stark uh, was a good guy. This guy was a backstabber from the beginning. Right. So he, nobody's he arguing that. that. So that's why he's yeah. in the the good guys die, and the bad guys keep going on and on and on and on. Uh, at, least, at least that's how Game of Thrones usually is. Well, Game of Thrones was. I don't know. House of the Dragon. And then we come to find out that... Uh, so, I, I guess moving on, I guess we come yeah, to well, find out there's going to be a big marriage. You know, yes, there's a marriage yes. coming along. We we jump straight, we jump straight to high tide and the Valerians that perhaps don't own any dragons. You know, we'll, we'll no, no. I said I could be wrong. <laughs> I said I could be wrong. Uh, and then you know, we we see the arranged marriage with with you know, uh, Rhaenyra and Sir Lenor, and then I I thought it was pretty interesting that walk on the beach and them just kind of like without really saying it, like, hey. Like, let's do this, but let's have an open marriage, right? Like, you do your thing, and I do my thing. And they're like, okay, for sure. And immediately yeah. after that, we um, see this other dude, right, uh, with Sir Lenor, um, Joffrey, right? Like, just kind of like, hey. Is his name Joffrey for real? Joffrey, for real. And it, oh it, was, it was interesting because wow. they got me, man. Like, I had no clue right like the, the, you know for the first Seriously? couple episodes i thought you know he was a badass i didn't think he was gonna be not that gay people can't be badasses but i Are didn't the one i mean i didn't know either to be honest with you i i didn't there was no clue you can tell of any homosexual activity i mean maybe your gaydar is amazing so right off of my gaydar i, I was like oh, okay and all just of a sudden he's looking, like yeah, i, look right I like redhead i'm like whoa <laughs> why because he's handsome no, just it looked like he had makeup on, basically, or something. He no, he's just a good-looking guy. Yeah, I mean, good-looking guys, and then there's good-looking or like gay guys. I don't know. Heterosexual men can wear makeup, especially you know, yeah, in the, bro. In the I Assyrian mean, culture. You, I mean, <laughs> listen, every Guatemalan cross dresses. I mean, it's pretty that. obvious. Look at the tits on this guy. <laughs> hey. Don't mess with Zaya <laughs> like that, bro. Uh, I'm talking about you there, Guatemala. So, you know, we jump everyone into the... can tell this is we're going into our fourth hour, so we're about to slap happiness. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's get let's get into it, right? So the... I gotta say, I gotta yeah. say, the whole right when we got into that hall, then on was basically my favorite part of the whole episode. Oh, yeah, the party was a shit. In the hall is not as great as the Red Wedding, but basically. I mean, it, like, had, it, it, it had the aura. It had the aura yes. of the Red Wedding. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Everyone was doing something fucked up. Go ahead, Rudy. You were about to say hall. something? But, no, no, no. Yes, I was, Woody, oh, no, no, no. No, you're good. You're good. I was just going to jump right into that part, right? Um, Where, you know, the king is about to do the speech in the hall. 
and he's like basically saying a couple words and he couldn't finish his sentence when the queen walks in right and i just wanted wanted to throw out there that in one of the scenes where we see otto um leaving the castle there's a an actual frame on his horse you know where they have the high tower and the, the normal the, the sigil normally has like burning fire but this time like it had green fire and normally for house high tower right like what that means is that there are ready for preparing war, for war right or preparing yeah. for war and so i thought that it was a great symbol that the that the Queen Allison interrupts the king wearing, you know, a, a a green dress, right? And I think that some of like her people noticed that, right? Um, right away. Right away, and they kind of stood up or whatever. And then everybody follows through except for Damon, right? Um, but I thought that was a pretty interesting scene, but I'll I'll let you guys opine. Dude, even Damon interrupted the the whole his entrance basically interrupted everything. Then her entrance interrupted everything. And it's like everyone who entered basically interrupted someone else. Yeah, is but that, when Prince Damon, I, I think when Prince Damon came in, there was no speech ready to be said. I it think like uh, people, people, people were still like coming in. And then as uh, the Valerians came in, there was a little pause. And then Prince Damon walked in. But the queen interrupting the king, I guess, mid-sentence in a green dress... <laughs> And then everyone, you know, obviously her people informing us, informing us that that's what the the green meant. I was just like, holy shit. Okay. She's really overreacting. You know, I love, I love the two guys who who mentioned the dress. They're like, what is the high towers uh, color for warming? Green. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. This is going to go crazy. I don't know. But whatever they said, it was something like that. I love how they were gossiping like uh, little girls or something. I thought I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. But uh, I love how when Damon entered, it was basically like a, a record sc- stop. It was like, you know, like everyone, everyone stopped for the second, look at him. <gasps> He's here! Oh my god! Ah, and like, but I don't know. I thought that was funny. But continue on, please. Rolly? What, about, what about you, Rolly? <laughs> I mean, he pretty much said everything, right? <laughs> Where the uh, everybody coming in and stuff and. Think stop and stare, uh, and I like how the uh, everything was building up, right? Even to the way people were eating their food, like it was just yeah. like intense, right? And it felt like with the past experience watching Game of Thrones, where every time somebody was getting married, something was about to go down. Um, I think, and the good thing, and the good thing was like nobody major died in this episode. It was like a a small role that uh, you know the character that was that passed away, but like. Well, but it was well. Here's here's my real quick. I I just wanted to, just one thing. You said it was a very intense scene. Yeah, I think the intensity up. went away right after the queen sat down. Like and afterwards, it became a party. Like I didn't think it was. I'll be honest. I didn't expect what happened afterwards. I was like, okay, it's just a party. Everyone's gonna go crazy. I, I did expect Damon to get flirty with somebody he wasn't supposed to get flirty with. I thought it was going to be Rhaenyra. I didn't think it was going to be the Valerian princess. I was like, oh, this guy. And then what happened happened. Yeah, flirty. but but he did get flirty with Rhaenyra, right? And I think that's when the tension started building up again because the king is looking at them, and they're like 
dancing pretty dirty dancing style, right? Like to the point where and they're talking. It was like Lombardi, right? And to the point where they're looking at each other, and he's like, you know. First the queen, now this shit. Like I get no respect, Ronnie Dangerfield. Right? Like, this, like this is some <laughs> bullshit about to happen right here. I got and... leeches all over my body. Did they? Did they dance, or did he just drag her away from the guy she was dancing with? No, they danced. They did the hibbity dibbity. Yeah. I, they... I remember. From what I remember, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong. Like you're she was wrong. dancing with some guy and blah blah blah. Like all old English dancing. And he's like, come here, I need to talk to you. And he dragged her across the room, and you see this king, like, looking, like... No, they got, like, really close. They they were, like, really close. Super close to each other. Like, I mean... Oh, yeah, and that's when he's telling... But the hip. That's when he's asking her, do you really want to marry this guy? And blah, blah, blah. You were saying, Ruby? No, no, no. I was just saying that, like, their facial expressions, too, uh, weren't showing anger or despite or anything like that like it was pretty intense right like they were looking like if they waited yeah. 15 more seconds um they were probably gonna start making out right there in front of everybody right and 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 besides the that's what's interesting too right because besides all the rumors that are going on about them or whatever they gave zero fucks and they still went and did that thing right um but I think we skipped just a little part in, in where um, Joffrey kind of starts this whole debacle, right, of how it ended because he identifies, right, he identifies old boy, right, and he goes and talks to him and, you know, kind of I mean, the ball's him. on Joffrey. Dad. <laughs> if your name's Joffrey, you got huge balls, I think. You never. Sir um, Leonard but... might, might be able to confirm. Um <laughs> But oh my god, Joffrey! I don't know. I, well, like, I, I, when he did the Alger speeches, I was like, "Are you serious? What the hell's the matter with you?" Here, here's here's why I was like surprised he did it. Usually, from what we've seen with let's say Game of Thrones, people that are like well established, like Littlefinger, right, would come out with a threat like that. Oh, I know a couple secrets about you. Let's just make sure uh, next time I ask for a favor, you jump the gun and you, you fucking do me that favor. For someone that we just met, and I don't even think he had other than two lines in the show episode uh, to that point, comes up and just goes, hey, bro, I know what you're doing. Listen, I know, I'll just let you know that I got some interests that are different than your interests. But they're similar to each other's interest if we keep each other interested. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's Broly, what'd you think? Sorry? What did you think about that? No, yeah, it was uh, very bold for this guy to start making propositions already of what's going to happen and, like, but... Not very smart because, you know, you don't want to compromise your situation, especially since the deed hasn't even been done yet. Like, at least wait till after the marriage and then, you know, share what you want to do. Yeah, so. I mean, his boyfriend told him not to do anything. He's like, don't do anything stupid. You're going to ruin my situation. And he still does it. The balls on this guy. He still goes up to his third Christian and does this thing. You like to no, talk about I do have I do have guy, a question. Yeah. I have a question real quick. And whoever wants to chime in, chime in. We don't really know 
if just those words caused the fight, right? Because I mean, we, I, I didn't miss something, did I? Because like I it think, was just yeah. like he he said whatever he said. I thought um, Joffrey w- was walking away, and then next thing I know, his okay. face is caved in. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I honestly thought that it was like the princess was being attacked or something. Or, yeah, you know, I was like something's going down, and then oh wait, it's just the guards. Like okay, but right away I thought the worst. Like oh something happened or maybe Damon was uh, doing something retarded or, you know, or stupid. Like we have no idea until then we see the two guys. Yeah. I, we so I totally thought it was going to be Damon. I, Go ahead, Rudy. Uh, I, I was just saying that I think we, speaking of Joffrey, right. And how, you know, bossy it was to go talk to uh, Sir Kristen or whatever. I think that maybe, right? I mean, not only it's interesting to see the 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 dynamic because he's probably used to pulling these moves, right, and being cocky or whatever yeah. because of the level uh, where he's at, um, especially talking to a knight like that or whatever. But um, I think that maybe nine times out of ten, this this talk or this move would have worked, except he didn't know, right, that we've seen Rhaenyra um reject this guy right and in the ship so this guy had this building up right so i think that had that not happened right and he was he been cool like he probably would have been cool with the deal right like i get the fucker or whatever but by that point he knew <laughs> right that she didn't want anything with him and he was just hurt and that just pushed the button right uh, but i agree with you yeah i saw something because the moment we see Rhaenyra and Damon disappear, where the king is watching them, that's when we hear the scream, and you're thinking something is happening to her. I wasn't expecting Joffrey getting, you know, getting pounded like that, but, um, but that was interesting. Yeah. Rudy, I, I have a question. I, oh, I wait, real quick. I thought either either Rhaenyra was stabbing Damon or something with the with I don't know with this with that Valerian sword we saw in the last episode or. Or Damon was killing her, and you know, basically taking back, or trying to take back his his succession. And I don't know. I I gonna take it back if Aegon's still there. But in any case, that was what was going on in my mind. And then we see uh, Sir Christian beating up on Joffrey. I'm like, what? What did this happen? How did this happen? And was I, was Sir Christian mentioned in Game of Thrones? In like. A backstory or like some sort of mythology about him, like he was something. I, I I'm trying to see. Like I thought, and mind you, I don't remember Game of Thrones like that. What I'm somebody mentioned online that I think his name was spoken of in Game of Thrones in a very mythical way. So I mean, how big of a role is Sir Christian going to play in in the House of Dragons? Do you guys think? I think it's going to be big. Um, I think that uh, I'm trying to remember right now, and I think it has something to do with his sword. And, and just to cut back to that part a little bit, right, while that at the end where, where um, they're doing the prayer, right, like we kind of mm-hmm. jump back are jumping back and forth because he's about to like kamikaze himself, right? Um, right. And, and so that brings a good question because I think – there's something with that sword and his house being being something, right? Like in, in the future. So I think he will play a bigger role because right now, just with that interaction where the queen just kind of calms him down and kind of like says, hey, don't do this. I think they're going to become allies. 
Um, mm-hmm. And who who's to say, man, like that something is like my thing is, like, how does the prince not want to kill him? I think I think that Sir Christian is basically going to walk away from Rhaenyra and become like the the queen's uh, bodyguard and confidant and everything. That's what I think. I think that's what how she stopped him. Like what we don't see, basically what happens after she stops him. I think that's what happens. She convinces him. This is what you should do. This will be your duty. This uh, this is how you'll make up for whatever and regain your honor. And that's I my, guess my I, thoughts. I'm also intrigued to see how much longer King Viserys is going to survive. Like, I mean, that boy, I mean, what's left? Well, that's what... <laughs> He's spitting uh, up blood and, and that's fainting what, away. That's why I reacted when Roly said, hey, like, no major death. But him, I'm like, we don't know if he's dead, right? I mean, he collapsed. Mm-hmm. But, he, but in the trailer for the next episode, they show him older uh, as they showed, like, the older queen and the older daughter, uh, older Rhaenyra, older Alicent. So they're both, like, at least, I don't know how many, 10 years older. So oh, wait, there's, there's going to be a time jump in the next episode? Yes. Yes, the kids yeah. are gone. The kid Allison, the kid Rhaenyra is gone, and it's the adult uh, actors playing those parts. So you're saying there's going to be like a 10-year jump, you think? I, don't, I, think, I think it's so. 10 years because they're, so. they're adult adults. Yeah, and I was just wow. saying, like, we don't know if the, 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 if the king is dead without, you know, for, for this episode, right? Like, not, you know, pretending that I know what's happening in the future. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a big jump. I think you do know, you liar. Yeah, and I think there was a big jump in this one, too, because I think there was a shot of Queen Allison with a baby. So I think there's a, a second baby now. Uh, and there will be more babies next show. So, uh, babies, babies, babies. Blonde, Man, it's, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Does like, anybody, I'm, I'm... Does anybody ahead, know what he, what disease he has now? Like, it looks like leprosy. leprosy. Like, what did we say? Is it? Yeah, that's why. Uh, did one of you guys mention that? Either or that it? or the black plague. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Isn't that I, whatever? Isn't that what killed everybody from medieval times? The plague? Well, then how does his wife not get it, too? If it's leprosy, right? I, You know what? I saw the older actress who plays Alicent on, uh, what is that show? Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. And she's like, he asked her the same exact question. He's like, so doesn't your husband, the king on the show, doesn't he basically have leprosy? And She's been vaccinated. And he's like, so if he has leprosy and you're sleeping with him and having his children, how do you not have leprosy on the show? She's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know he had pussy. leprosy. Yeah. Powerful pussy. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and thank you for bringing it, that indestructible. up. Indestructible. Yeah. So she has a tougher pussy than She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> uh, but but Roly, thank you for bringing it up because there's a, a theory out there too where and I don't know if you caught this right, but uh, somebody suggests to the to the maester, and I forgot the maester's name, uh, about like an alternative remedy for the king, and he's like kind of set back into the old school ways of yeah. like the maggots and the leeches or whatever. So, do you guys think mm-hmm. that he's just old school, or could there be um, a bigger plot there trying to like speed? He's up working with the hand. He's working with the X hand. I mean, let's be honest. It's it, it's House of Dragons. It, he, it's not going to be like, I'm set in my ways. It's more like, I know what the real way to clear this guy is, and it ain't leeches. <laughs> nice. 
Fucking but, leeches. But that sums up the episode. Anything else that you guys uh, caught or, or missed? Let me ask Zaya no. this question. Is he going to be uh, more positive moving forward with this show now that the kids are gone? Didn't I tell you in the chat, I hope that uh, now once the adults are in, in, the, in the show, that it's basically going to be the real House of the Dragons? This was just like an epilogue, like, you know, uh, wake me up when it's finally actually the show that we're, we've been waiting for this whole time. So, I don't know. I think the real show is about to start right now with the next episode. That's what it seems like to me. But if it just keeps going on as the way it is, I'm still going to I just don't get it, Z. He, 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 he doesn't like House of the Dragon. Then Listen. he doesn't like Andor, which are like masterpieces. But he, he wants like me to watch a show by a guy named Mo and the Foos or whatever. Like, I don't... <laughs> What? You know what it is? The you know homie foods if, or if, if Rudy is the king, then Z is the prince, the evil prince, because he's going everything opposite of whatever Rudy wants. If, if Rudy's Viserys, um, <laughs> Z up. is uh, Prince, whatever his name is. I love Ro- nice, beautiful Damon. women. Roly actually saw Mo and said he liked it, and I don't. I That's because he, he looks did. like him. And he said he saw this fool too and liked that too. Am I wrong or did, am I quoting you right? No, yeah, they're both good shows. Yeah, but you don't like the shows we're talking about here. <laughs> I liked Andor, I but I thought it was slow as fuck. I mean, seriously, the flashbacks <sighs> were pointless to me. <laughs> I don't know because you have you guys have all the backstory from memorizing all the Star Wars and stuff. Maybe that's why it's more intriguing to you. But I'm it's coming not, from there's no backstory. It's just the fact that it's a spy thriller, and every spy thriller starts off similar. Like, even with Bourne, how many flashback scenes were there of him previously in his um, days where he remembered? Or it went back to a certain killing he did. It was flashbacks all the time. Rambo. And that's how usually thrillers are done. You get the present time, and then you get the the past to kind of, like, enrich the story. Arrow. I get it. Arrow, I loved it on Arrow. I loved it on Jason Bourne. And I'm telling you, this one was pointless compared to those. That's because you don't like like Star Wars. There's kids in the show, you don't like it? Present time. And and I like, like I said, the overall story between episodes one to three. It's like they're building him up into joining the Rebellion. I thought that was a cool story. and But the past, that could have been dealt with in like five minutes. We didn't need all that flashing back, but yeah. I but you accepted it. But you accepted in the Star Trek movie. There's never been that many flashbacks. Yeah, <laughs> when they went with the Chris Pine reboot, there was a lot of flashbacks because you also brought in Spock, and he went back to his time and his timeline. So you'll accept it with Star Trek, but you won't accept it with Star Wars. Is what you're telling me? Yes. Maybe. So that's called that's called racism, my friend. No, that is here's, racism. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. I know more about Star. Like you guys know a lot about Star Wars. I know a lot about Star Trek. But let me finish before you interrupt. I know a lot about Star Trek, just like you know a lot about Star Wars. But the the flashbacks add to what my knowledge of Star Trek is on Star Trek. The flashbacks are adding to your knowledge of Star Wars. Oh, this kind of points to this, and this points to this. It's not really doing that for me. It's not doing anything for me. 
these flashbacks are not giving us any information in the Star Wars world is what I'm telling you. This show and Rogue One are literally a one-off where we're being introduced to a brand new world is what I'm telling you. So we need the backstory. You're telling me BBY. You're telling me and uh, BBY is just it's just a time frame. It's like saying BC. It's like uh, ten thousand BC. That's all it's saying. Uh, it's it's not hitting me like it's hitting you guys. It's it's adding boring parts for no yeah, reason. I think I think there's a a bias there. So um, you know I. I recommend going there with an open mind, an open because you know I think all the present time I liked it, except I didn't like the flashbacks. Fair enough. You want to jump down my throat for the flashbacks? Fair enough. No, I I didn't really hate on it. I hated on. I didn't like the flashbacks. That's it. I didn't agree with you guys hundred percent. I don't know. Just for that, no daredevil for you next week. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're gonna disconnect here, but then we will box after the show. Uh, I'll try to get something on camera. I don't promise anything. Uh, there might be blood. Uh, we're not gonna show it only because you know what Rolly was saying. We don't don't want to show all this blood on camera or anything like that. We're a PG thirteen rating. But uh, thank you so much for watching. We appreciate your. Did he say KY Jelly right now? You know I'm I'm projecting Discord, right? Um... <laughs> <laughs> only Rolly, only Rolly. Uh, but thank you so much for staying yeah, with my us. Boy, Blue. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment. You know, follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and all of the above. Uh, we're close to you know some very good reproductions here on Spotify. Uh, so share it with a friend. Please do that. If they like House of the Dragon, Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever, any sci-fi stuff, share it because they're going to like this shit. All and right. Tell them to subscribe, please. Thank you. Adios. Adios, Ricardo Arjona. <laughs> <laughs>